0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger
1: lives. I'm your co host, Sarah Reynolds. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Via Williams. And I'm Wendy Papazan. Guys, this is part two of our self care well being for leaders. And I'm so excited. If you haven't downloaded episode one, make sure you go back and do that. But today, we're going to be talking about how self care is a little bit different than you think it is. Self care is not wine, it's not chocolate. It's not pedicures. It's not getting well, it's a massage. All it's not just those things, those things. It's not just, just those yes, just. It kind of, yes. Yes, it's not, yes. yes. It is, yes. All those things are amazing, but it's not yes, just and. that. The idea behind self-care is that you are making the conscious choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from, right? So if you have to take a spa day because your life is so exhausting that you literally cannot move... Right, that's you. You don't have enough self care in your life, right? So you need to establish simple habits that create balance and health in your life, right? Um, So today we're continuing our discussion, which is based on the Seven Circles from the One Thing book, and we're going to start out with Circle Number Four which is relationship self-care. I think Via's going to kick us off. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, it's interesting. I, how did you guys feel when Wendy said that? Is your life so crazy that you don't have to escape? Or How did you ask that question? You said, are you feeling like you have to yeah. escape for a spa day? Okay, because right, exactly. I am. yeah to be clear, so, I, I yeah. feel that way. No, like, yeah. I just don't want to pretend that I don't. I mean, I do. I strive to not do that, right? But I just want to like kind of be real here that... I actually do feel that my life's a little crazy sometimes, and I do have to do that. And so relationship self-care is interesting because I immediately go to you, Wendy. I go to your example of date night, and Sarah, you guys all do a really great job with this. But, you know, what's your most important relationship? What are your key relationships? So here's my story on relationship self-care. I was in 2012, I met my, now my business partner, but he became a mentor in my life at the time. And we had our very first coaching session. And he, I now realize he went through all these circles with me. Now I get it, right? And we get through everything and he made me cry in two areas. And one of them was personal. He didn't call it self-care, but I'm going to call it self-care. One of them was personal and one of them was relationships. And he gave me homework after that. And I'll never forget it. He said, you need to do a GPS, what we call a 135, which is a cool framework. We can do a whole episode on that. But you need to do this on your key relationships and on personal. And I'm like, how do you do it? Like a business plan effectively on like relationships. What does that look like? And I did it back in 2012. And to this day, I mean, what are we? 2021. To this day, it's really, really helped me. And it was things like having regular date nights and having one-on-one time with my kids, you know, going on annual getaways with each kid separately because I have three kids. And, you know, it was having friend time and and it was all the things that that we do to fill our tanks up with our key relationships and making sure that they're priority, like Wendy, you guys talk about it, putting your vacations in first. To me, I mean, that that might be hobby, that might be personal, but it's kind of relationship self-care because you're spending time with your family and your... Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: so yeah. yeah for sure. And it's like so often we talk about the, the numbers in our business. You know, what are the numbers in your personal life that you're tracking and taking care of? You know, Jay and I started Wednesday night date night when our kids were about one and two. They're 15 and 16 now. So what is that? You know, 550 dates or something like that, right? that's That's a lot of dates. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of that's days. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I, I, I recently had a big aha on this. We were going to visit one of our expansion locations and I got a list of road trip questions off Google because I was like, we need to break this place, break the road trip up. And one of them is, what friend are you most proud of? And it, and we set the rule that it can't be someone we know through business. And so I started talking about my, my best friend from high school and just saying how amazing she is and how proud I am of her. And so one of my team members looked at me and said, "When was the last time you spent time with her?" And I was like, Ooh, "Ouch!" Oh. And she he, he goes, "She's the one you're answering that you're most proud of. A does she know that you that's her your answer, right?" And then B, like, when did you spend time with her? So so Wednesday night we did date night at Melting Pot uh-huh. together, and it feed it fed me so so well, my soul so well. Uh, but key relationships. Certainly matter and making sure they're on the calendar and sort of integrated into your life uh, makes such. I a love sense. that. and, yeah. and that's what we're talking like about triggers. here. Is yep.
1: yeah, because if it's if it's on your calendar, it's a priority, right? You're prioritizing yes. that, yep. and that's and that's what we're talking about with all of these kinds of self care. Is are we making sure it's a priority and putting it on our calendar first before
3: anything else? That's that has been a huge lesson I've learned over the last ten years, and you know I got to a certain point in my late 20s, where I just thought, if I work, 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 I will earn the right at some point to take a break. And I got so tired and so cranky. And I, I put everything before my key relationships, honestly. And they, they weren't doing well because I, I wasn't prioritizing them. And Gary finally said to me, you know, Gary Keller said, you know, Seychelles, if you don't tell your time where to go, it's going to go without you. Ooh, that's good. And great. for... For personal, that really hit home for me. And so like Wendy mentioned it like really briefly, but like every November now, we plan our vacations for the next year. COVID, like obviously this last week of a year, last year of a pandemic has kind of thrown everything for a loop. But getting back on the rhythm of like, planning out those date nights and getting them on the calendar, planning your time with your kids, planning your vacations, like that also tells you then what you need to say no to um, because you already know what the priorities are and they're already in your calendar. And and that's, that's just personally for me, that's just been a huge game changer. It's enhanced all of my key relationships because it now reflects it on the calendar. I love that. And one of the nice COVID benefits for
1: us has been we do a family Zoom. So uh, Jay's family and then my dad hops on there too uh, every Sunday at, you know, six o'clock. And we get to see everyone for like 30, 40 minutes. And my niece, who's almost a year old, was born during COVID last year. So we get to basically what we do is we all. Pin Mia, who's my niece, and then sort say, Let's of be serious. she's the Mia thing. This is the hour. The yes. Sort, of, yeah. sort yeah. of listen to everyone else, but really just watch her yeah. the whole time because she's so adorable. She's but so I mean, cute. what a gift, you know? What a gift to be able to to see her and watch her grow up and uh, catch up with Jay's parents and catch up with my dad. And uh, it's been a true it's been a true gift, and it's on the calendar, and it's thirty minutes. And and actually, it's an efficiency because you know before I was calling my sister in law and. calling calling my dad and calling my, my mother-in-law. And this way, everybody just kind of gets to come on there at the same time.
0: I love that. I think all of these sort of go to the next circle, which is our emotional self-care, right? Allowing yourself to feel your emotions. I think so many times as leaders, we think we have to be guarded, have to have the guard up all the time. And a lot of times what that means is we ignore our emotions. We intentionally ignore our emotions, right? Um, but allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, allowing ourselves to sort of take the armor off. Now, of course, in the right in the right space. But taking the armor off and just being yourself, um, and and giving freedom to allow even your people to see your emotions around things. Because when they know you, when they know your emotions behind something, honestly, they see you in a different light. It just feeds your soul better. And all of these things help our emotions, right? When we're spending time with our key relationships, when we're making sure that we're physically taking care of ourselves, all of the circles sort of at the foundation, there's an emotion. So taking time to see what that emotion is and letting you, yourself sort of tap into yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I, I love that. And I think the way to look at this one, Sarah, is is to say, what do I need at the time? And, you know, am I, give, am I building in what I need. So if I'm feeling really sad, you know, is it going to make me feel great to, you know, maybe cut out of work and go see a romantic movie with my husband? You know, we do this thing um, every Friday, not every Friday, I shouldn't say every Friday, but every blue moon on a Friday, if I'm just in it, if I'm really in it, we have our favorite dinner theater, you know, those movie theaters where they serve food and drink and whatever. And our little treat to ourselves, honestly, is we will go to a movie at that theater and, you know, have a glass of wine, have a great meal. And it is like, our. it's going to sound really shallow, but it's kind of our happy place because it's just like, our, we just like <laughs> chill.
3: That's awesome. And that's yeah, really kind yeah, that's of emotional.
2: It's probably relational self-care, but it's kind of emotional self-care. Like if we're just really stressed or, you know, whatever, and, and there's a good movie that's going to minister to that. So it's like whatever is going to minister to that need that you need emotionally.
3: Mm-hmm. I love that. And I like that you you have clarity around that too.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. encourage you to take that maybe one step further too. Is is like taking time to talk about it versus like I think sometimes for me we do the same thing. We actually did that last night, George, George and I. And I realize of like I'm actually running from the emotion, not yeah. Please take it one step further than emotion going to
2: a movie. One hundred percent. Like you need to do that. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. No. And just I'm like talking you about that. it after. Yeah. No, talking about you it afterwards.
0: That. I think yeah. Yeah. is is key there
2: yeah but well sometimes it's having a cup of tea and wrapping yourself in a blanket in front of a fireplace (laughs) yeah you know and yeah talking about it or yes
3: that's been an awesome thing we've done we added a sunroom a couple years ago in our house in dallas and um we got these swivel chairs these little like cream swivel chairs that i'm just totally obsessed with which i know is silly but i love them and Nick and I now have started having coffee every morning together in there. And we sit and we like, you know, talk about what's coming up and emotions or in the end of the evening, we'll wind down and have like a glass of wine or a cocktail and sit and just like, that's like our now like conversation space. Um, and that's, it's been a really just refreshing, you know, area that we love to be in in the house that, that creates great conversation. And specifically, you know, specific specifically, I can't talk today, emotion around that too, which is cool. So, you know, another part of self-care that I think we actually all probably would not cross off on our list and we would lean in on and we're probably all really good at here is our professional self-care, our job and our business, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you are you love what you do, you love your business. I think all four of us love, you know, we love working, we love building things, we love growth, we love competitiveness, and we, we love to see things in progress when it comes to business. And so this is when we lean into. But I would say there's really, you know, four things around the self-care and business that are really important. The first one is the environment you create. And that means both your office, like as I'm sitting here, Via. If you're watch, if you go and watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can be one of our four subscribers. And um, Via, <laughs> Excuse me. Via well, has you know maybe um, it would help if we talked about it. She's got an awesome bunker. Yeah, yeah. It would help if we talked about it and subscribe to it because you can see Via's bunker right now. Oh. Via has a really cool bunker, and she has one of our friends, Sue, has a husband who's a fantastic photographer, and he took this picture. When they were on one of their trips of a day at sea, and it's actually a beautiful picture, and it's sitting behind her. But every time I see it, it makes me so happy because it reminds me of taking time to have a day at sea to have white space. Um, but she's put that in her bunker, which is awesome. And so, you know, what does your environment look like? What? How do you? How do you have your schedule? What does your physical work environment look like? Does it make you happy? Are you enjoying it? Does it give you energy? And then also, what does your schedule look like? Are you are you scheduling days at sea? Are you scheduling white space around that? So that's number one when it comes to your self-care is physically the room you're in. And then the second part is who's in the room, right? Who are you surrounding yourself with at work? Do you love the people that you work with? And, and maybe some of you listening are like, well, I don't have to love the people I work with. Fine, maybe that's too strong of a word. But do I really enjoy... people that I'm surrounding myself with and how am I engaging with them? Am I, you know, Sarah's given some great examples in our last episode on like, am I being present? Am I engaging? Am I really getting to know them, not just for the work, but also for the, for what they bring to the table as an awesome human being?
2: Okay, can I just say, I love the word love and I use it freely in business.
3: And and it's
2: it's a mark of success does. for me when when my people say it in return that they love me in some way, you know. So I I don't shy away from that word. And I I also honor and respect that it's not comfortable for everybody, but for me, it's a success in the week when someone goes, I just love you, or I love you, or you know, that's because at that, number one, I feel like they're mirroring and matching me. And number two, it's it's such a full word that me it has such a depth to it. So I just I don't I love that word in business.
0: I I think with that, I was going to say, like, really loving what you do, right? I mean, I I think I talked about this on the Unfiltered uh, episode, but like, creating your dream job description, right? Where every day you walk away and like, did I work today? That was so much fun. Mm -hmm. I didn't work today. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yes. When you love what you do, it doesn't feel like
3: work. Yes. Exactly. Yes.
0: Yes. And
3: and another part of this too, in like the business self-care, I think is how you plug in and how you engage and the 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 presence and mindfulness you have when you are working but i think the other part at least for me that i've had to work really hard on is how you unplug and how you decompress especially when you know a lot of us now aren't necessarily having long drive times back home and so like one thing i I've, I've done that's helped me a lot is like creating a chill out alarm um, at the end of the day that reminds me to put my phone away like to decompress to take 15 or 20 minutes and like gather my thoughts wrap up my my list of stuff that i didn't get done for the next day but to really mentally prepare to re-engage on the home front too. Yeah, I love that. Well, and I think especially, and I'll just say, especially this
1: year, you know, a lot of people working from home, So a lot of people have enjoyed working from home. A lot of people have not enjoyed working from home. I know that I enjoy being in an office and I haven't been in an office for over a year. I enjoy running into people in the hallway and kind of that energy that comes from other people. I know some people who have, who really enjoy their commute You know, so my director of operations, she really liked that sort of separation between church and state. It's like, get in the car, my work day's over. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to do something interesting on the 30 minute drive from home. There's like that disconnection. And for so many of us that have been working from home, that disconnection's not there, you know? So even if you're still working from home, what's your ritual for unplugging and disconnecting? You know, read more. Uh, A friend of mine, Reed Moore, gave me a great idea, which was just when you come home, even if you're working from home, you know, change your clothes. It's like, that's the transition. It's like changing your clothes, put your phone up. You know, Sarah, you talked about before, like not picking up your laptop right when you get home and what does that transition look like for you so that you can truly unplug and be present with the with the people that are there at home
2: that this is reminding me of a story so about a month ago we went to opening night of the Seattle Mariners right i'm in seattle and it was a Big moment, you know. It was a we were allowed in a suite. There were six of us, but the suite was for like twenty people because of social distancing. And so it was just a great moment. And I had been looking forward to it all day. So we get there, and it was just two two couples and us. So three couples total, and they're they're good friends. And I get in there, and I'm just so excited to be there. And I'm we're all talking around, and I go, "Gosh, I go. I just had a great day at work today. I had an awesome day at work, and I am so excited to be here." And I swear to you, everybody stopped and stared at me. And I go, what? Like, they looked at me like I had, you know, five eyes. And I'm like, what? And they're like, who says that, you weirdo? Like, what? What do you mean? Are you being sarcastic? They didn't, I go, no, They, what happened? I'm like, oh, this and this and this. It was just a great day today. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm just thinking about that whole thing. like, Like, all the stuff we're talking about, you know, that is what it's about where you don't have to escape from it. You can enhance that day and go to opening night, but but I don't have to like suffer through this bad day at work and then have my reward. I get it all. You know, I get it all, and and it starts with creating a work environment that's awesome. So, Seychelles, I just, I mean, thank you for these are really good. I, I know we're only on three of four, but they're really good.
3: Yeah, I I agree. You know, and when and you put a lot of these together, but I think they're really good. Oh, so I'm giving well, full credit. Well, uh, Sashal, yeah, no, Team guys, oh, you know, And then it is, and then you know, the last one that I will say on the business care, if you will, is all four of us are growth minded. And we believe that you don't ever arrive, you're always in the pursuit of becoming. And a lot of that then becomes your personal and your business growth plan. And so part of that business care is what do you want to learn this year? What questions are great questions that you need saved in your phone? So anytime you meet somebody really interesting, you've got great questions to ask. What skill sets do you want to learn? Where do you want to improve? And... You know, I think I've watched Via over the last couple of years, you know, really take that and run with it where she has very specific goals and very specific things that she wants to nail in a certain period of time. And so anytime you talk to her and you say, well, what can I help you with? I love it because you're always like, you yeah, know, I have this actually that I would really love help with. Or I have this person that I would really love to meet. Or I have this, you know, piece of my world that I really want to grow. And it's it's really inspiring to me. It's It's a very purposeful way of personal and business development, but it, it's you're intentional about it and you seek it out and you can actually see the trajectory of it happening. And it's really cool. Thank
2: you. Otherwise I have ADD. I that. That's why I do it that way. Stay focused. <laughs> well, it's working. I love one thing.
1: So. I love that. I love that Seychelle. The only other thing I would add to professional self-care is just take, your, take a vacation. You know, especially after last year, a lot of us didn't take any vacations. And then if you need a mental health day as a leader in your business, or if you need a thinking day, you are allowed to take a thinking day. Trust me, your business is not gonna fall apart if you take a day off. So
0: Or it's like the other thing, the other thing with that is like you can also just say, like, I don't want I don't want to do that meeting. <laughs> totally. Like we're allowed to yeah. like I know that Why sounds I really weird. Like, like yeah. Wendy, yeah. you said that yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Wendy's like, you know, you're you're allowed to like. Like, take charge of and do what you want. Like, I was like, yeah, yes, I am. I am allowed to do that. <laughs> Thank you for that. I needed to do like, that today. Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay. I, that happened yesterday. I was like, I don't want to do that meeting. You guys got it. You
1: know, I love it. Sometimes <laughs> that's what you can do. You own yeah. it, girl. You own it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we're going to close off this episode with our last circle, which is really financial. But I, but I'm adding in practical self care, um, and these are the things that you know. None of these things are truly sexy, like some of the other things that we talked about. But you know, it's things like organizing your email inbox or getting someone to do that for you, tidying up your living space, making setting aside a time to meet with your financial advisor. Right? How many of you have that time blocked on your calendar? I mean, raise your hand. Right, probably not most of us. Seychelle's raising her hand. Uh, she's she's extra. Um, if you're watching our
3: YouTube channel, you would know that I. Just that's, right. Her hand. Yeah. Just that's, right. that's right.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, or or you know, setting aside time to to pay and do your taxes. It's all those all that monkey mind stuff, mm, right? And so we don't true. necessarily like. If I was like, "Hey, I'm going to take some self care today. I'm working on my taxes." It doesn't really, fe- it doesn't really sound like self care, but some of those like tidying up things actually can really help you with the rest that, of your life.
3: You know, you talked about monkey mind. The other thing that we've been really working hard on that maybe some of you need to be, you know, you need to hear too is um, updating your wills and your trusts mm. and your estates. Yeah, and like we're in the middle. We did around four years ago. We're now doing, you know, round two, updating everything right now. But I'll tell you. I'm like in the thick of it right now and all the planning of that, but man, I know I'm gonna sleep so well when we're done with that part and it's like buttoned up 2.0. So if, if you aren't doing that, I would just encourage you that, man, it's I, I can already tell how much better we're gonna sleep knowing that round two will be done with that. Yeah, I love that.
1: Other things that look like practical self-care is setting out your clothes the night before or even setting out your clothes for the week or getting someone to come in and help you get rid of 50% of your wardrobe right? So making decisions in the morning as leaders, we all have decision fatigue, right? At the end of every day. And so why start our day with, especially as women, guys, you know, we got to pick out a shirt and a pair of pants and shoes that match. And then we got to put jewelry on and a bracelet and then earrings. I mean, that's, and then do our makeup and our hair. That's like a lot of uh, decision-making. And so make that simple for, for yourself. Meal prepping, right meal prepping is huge it can it's it's a huge form of self care okay can i jump in on this one yeah okay and i'm just going to be
2: vulnerable you know um we didn't plan this but i'm going to this has been a huge sore spot with me the last few months we remodeled our house and I didn't even get a closet organizing system in my master closet. We we don't have enough places for the things. And every day it's, and then we have puppies and and it's compounded. And it got to the point a couple of weeks ago where I was like not, I didn't want to walk in the door. I didn't want to walk in the door. I knew the house would be a mess. It was hard. So I just was like, that's it. And I made some decisions and the every other week cleaning person, I called her up and I said, Karina, can you start coming every week? And they did. And so they're coming every week. And then I said, Karina, do you have anybody you know who could work 10 to 15 hours a week, who could come help chop up vegetables, do our laundry, put things away, tidy, not do the heavy cleaning. You guys are still our people for that. But, you know, walk the dogs, right? All the things. And she gave me two names that we are interviewing. I called four home organizers who apparently come and help you organize your home, just like we're talking about.
0: Yes, huge. This is huge, girls. I
2: needed this. And I'm still in the middle of it, so I'll give you a report later. But I walked in yesterday, and, you know, it was the first time, like, they had come the week before, the cleaners, but yesterday was week one. And I was like, I am so happy that the cleaners were here again. And oh, like, it just—I can't even stress how important this is for sanity. Yeah.
3: No, it is. You know, when the cleaners come, it's like a holiday for yes. us. We're like, happy Sally did. And now it's every it's week. week. I'm <laughs> so happy. So, yes. <sighs> yeah, no, no organize. that. The organized— the
0: organizer that will change your life. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I don't, I'm so bad. So bad. I'm so these bad. Sarah. It was like,
3: I have to make note of that right now. She was like, yes.
0: You're the best client. Cause I said, Just do whatever you want. I just need an orientation. Yeah. Like, just let me know where my underwear are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Hello, like, I just need an orientation. Yes. yes. Seriously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You put yeah. it where you think it should go. Well, right. That is well, fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the thing about uh, growing your art empires is is we get to choose the parts of our life where we get to buy our time back, right? And just because we've made a list of all these things doesn't mean that all of these things apply to you. You know, personally, I like to cook. I like uh, I like to grocery shop. So most people, a lot of people give that up. That's something I still enjoy and I love to do. And I get to buy my time back in other places. So just remember, that's really what you're doing. And as your empire grows, you can't do it all. You literally can't do it all. You know, you can't have a perfectly organized closet and and build an empire at the same time and do all the other things that you want to do. You have to pick and choose. So really what we're talking about is you get to buy your time back in a lot of these ways.
0: You know yes. what I've been saying a lot lately is buy your time back but also for me it's like buy my brain power back. Mm. Ooh, so I love like that. I noticed like so many things were taking up space, like the taxes and the, the things that you were mentioning earlier, like the updating the will and like, and I would feel a little bit of guilt in my mind. And then it was taking up space and it's like, what are the things that I need to do or who do I need to hire to get this out of my brain? So then that way I can be the leader that I need to be, the mom that I need to be, the wife that I need to be, because it's taking up so much of my brain power, So... Uh, yes. Well, that Mia. reminded me. I love that. I'm the teacher. Yes. yes my turn. Okay, Go ahead. thanks. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, that reminds me there's a, a great book called Getting Things Done by David Allen, and he yes, talks I love about that unfinished loops, Sarah. And I think that's yes. what you're explaining. Yes. Unfinished yes. loops take up more energy than you realize. And like an unfinished loop is my unorganized house. I can't, it's taking, it's stealing my sanity and it's stealing my energy, right? I need to come home yep. to my sanctuary, right? I need that back again. Yes. It never came back like post yes. remodel. And so what, that's what I think you're describing. Yep. But, but before we wrap, and I know we need to wrap, I want to say one thing about financial self-care. Because what is that? Like, you know, there's a lot of people listening going, what the heck, man? They yeah, That's a buzzword. Like, what what on earth would financial self-care mean? Because that's what I thought. So when we did this exercise at, at one of our retreats, I'm like, okay, really? That's what was going in my head. What the heck is financial self-care? That ended up being probably the straw that broke the camel's back in a good way that was like the domino that just the other dominoes fell. And I think within a year, a year. I think my net worth might've doubled. I'd have to check the numbers. I just, it clicked with me. And this is what I wanna share with you about financial self-care. It is taking the time and pausing for a hot 30 seconds, guys. No, it's a little more than 30 seconds, but taking the time to get all of your assets together, get all of your liabilities together, get get all the accounts, put them on a spreadsheet and start tracking your net worth and taking that time to pause a moment and to visit that every month and to understand what your situation is right i was not giving that the self care and frankly i wasn't giving it the respect that it deserved and it was robbing and stealing my peace of mind it was it was stealing my sanity i don't know if we if we're going to air it soon but wendy interviewed me on my financial journey and i would argue that is this the biggest it's a bigger domino than most of you think you're, a lot of you guys are not giving that domino enough credit. And it it could be physical and financial, I think, arguably. Yes. Could be no. the first domino mm-hmm. for a lot of you. And and yes. you're like, what the heck is financial doing on a self-care episode? So I just, I just kind of feel like and, my oh, mission. And I'll just tell you, I'll just tell mind. you, I'll, I'll I'll mean, just tell you that,
1: that that episode actually aired last week. Oh. So if you missed it, <laughs> Perfect. Um, make sure that you that you tune in and do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you missed it. There you go. No, honestly, this is uh, when we did this exercise with my team, those were the biggest dominoes, the physical and the financial. And sadly, those are the ones many times that end up being at the bottom of our list with self-care. So, well, you guys, as always, I have notes. I learned so much from you guys. Uh, We talked about how important our relationships are, right? Our key relationships and making sure we take time for those. Our emotions, letting our emotions, A, realizing we have emotions and acknowledging them and being vulnerable with our people at times, Job and business, I mean, that is, I think, something that we focus a lot of time on, but not necessarily the self-care part of the job and business. So uh, make sure you're taking time for that. And then I just loved all these practical and financial examples of how we can love on ourself uh, practically and also uh, financially. So you guys, the reason why we did two, a two-part series on this is because Again, we are the podcast that we don't just talk about having a big business. We want you to have a big life. And part of having a big life is really looking at these uh, seven circles and focusing on yourself uh, to make sure that you can uh, be the person you need to be to pour into other people and be the person that the world needs you to be, honestly. So we want you to have a big business. We want you to have a big life. And just thank you so, so much for being a loyal and amazing listener. So
1: have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.